0: College football is finally here. Week zero has come and gone, but college football is back. This, we're going to have football on all the time. College football is back. NFL is be coming back. It's a great time. It's the best time of the year. People say March Madness is. I think when college football comes back, it's the best time of the year. No question. Illinois faced off against Wyoming in week zero. We're going to discuss how the I got their big win over Wyoming, discuss how they looked, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, new position players on defense. We're going to break it all down here, Illinois versus Wyoming, uh, post-game, we're going to talk about all that today. Uh, make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, follow it and rate it wherever you get your podcast. follow and rate it, especially on iTunes and Apple, it grow the podcast tremendously. Um... If you could do that for me, please, and thank you. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Make sure you're also checking out the Belly Media, Belly Up Media Network at bellyupsports.com. There's podcasts, blogs, everything there for everybody. Something there for everybody, not just sports. There's stuff there for everybody. Uh, so go do all that for me, please, and thank you. Um, helps out the show tremendously. Um, again, college football is back. Best, it's hands down the best time of the year. For me, personally, it's like Christmas. You know, people love Christmas, and they love when, it. you know, it's it's just the best. It feels like Christmas when Coach Football's back. And it's great, you know, it's hard to say this. It's unusual for people to say this when you say you're excited for Illinois because people don't associate Illinois with the Alabamas and Ohio states of the world, but it's great to be have Illinois sports back. It's great to see under year two of Coach Brant Bielema, uh, new offensive coordinator, Coach Lenny Jr., uh, you know, you got new guys on defense, so it's just great to kind of see what they're going to build at Illinois, and they had week zero games, so all eyes were on Illinois during that 3 o'clock central time kickoff. Um, a bunch of a bunch of eyes were on them, you know, everybody watched Northwestern, uh, Nebraska at the very beginning, then they decided, you know, and then all eyes are on Illinois. So let's talk about what happened with that Illinois game. Illinois, of course, came away with the big victory, 3-8-6, but it was a way closer game than that during that during the game uh Illinois came out of the gate hot and I was all excited I was very um I was talking a little bit you know saying it only took two plays uh took 41 seconds before we found the end zone we had a big kickoff return uh, we had a big run. Uh, and then we had a nice pass play from DeVito, the new starting quarterback in Illinois over Art Stotowski, uh, and threw the ball to Chase Brown. And then it just stayed that way. It was 7-0 for a long time. It was 7-3 for a long time. And it just took a while for Illinois to kind of find the juice. They had that at the very beginning, which was very exciting. Then Wyoming uh, started to play better on defense. Illinois eventually started to wear them down. Illinois in the second half. Um, actually started kind of in the second, going into the second half, they really started to find their feet. Um, it's one thing to practice a brand-new offense all spring and summer into fall camp, and then to go out there and do it against another team is clearly different. Uh, so even if it is Wyoming, no offense to Wyoming, they're a good running football team. They lost some of their guys from last year. But Illinois, when... They started to get it rolling again. They looked good. And I'm speaking from offense perspective. We'll get to defense in a second. Offensively, they looked really good on that play. They did some really good things throughout the rest of that first quarter and second quarter. But there was no sparks flying at times. They did do good things on the ground. Because that's going to be Brett, Coach Brett Bielema's thing. I'm sure he and Coach, you know, Ronnie Jr. had a conversation saying, hey, you know, I know we're going to be up-tempo. I know we're going to be a pro- pro-style, but we're going to run the football. With who we have at running back, we have a mobile quarterback now, so we should be able to run the football more effectively, which I've talked about here on the show. And they did. Chase Brown ran great, and that's what they were doing. But there were times there it was very stagnant. It was, you know, not converting on certain downs. It was, you know, maybe a drop pass here or there, uh getting stuck at the line of scrimmage. You know, it is a younger offensive line. But they are big. They are stout. It's the first time for some of them being because they had a veteran offensive line last year, and so there's going to be some new guys in there. So this was a good way to kind of see where they were. The defense looked great. There were times they gave up some plays, but every defense now in college football – there's gonna be times where they're dominant. Every defense are gonna come out and dominate, and they're gonna you know hold people to net, you know very low yards. Then there's times during a game where a defense is gonna bend but not break. You saw that. And we'll do a whole other show on Northwestern and Nebraska. Northwestern at times gave up some stuff, you know, some yards and everything, and then they did they they didn't break. They bent, but they didn't break. That happened with Illinois a little bit. There was times they were bending, but they didn't break. To only give up six points. Still pretty good. No matter who you play in college football to only give up six points is great with uh, Coach Walters, their defensive coordinator, coming back. New guys on defense in there. Um, They really started to lean towards a 3-4, and that was one thing talked about when Coach Bielma came in was the 3-4 defense. He talked about it. Coach Walters being a 4-2-5 type of defense that he ran at Missouri that was the topic of a conversation last year, saying how they're going to mesh their two philosophies and those defenses together. But in a 3-4 and a 4-2-5, they can really go hand-in-hand hand with each other. Because a 3-4, you get three down linemen, four linebackers, two safeties, one in a four-two-five, You have four down linemen, two inside backers, just like a 3-4. Then you can move those guys around on the outside. You're just taking one and putting it the other. And the defense was recruited and built around a four-two-five-four-three type defense, and Lovey Smith with the cover two and the Tampa two. So that's what Coach Bielma said last year, saying, "Well, if this these type of kids can really the type of kids we have, if they run this particular style of defense, that's what we're going to do, and they're going to mesh together." So you saw they would jump last year; they would jump from a four-man front a lot, then they get into that three-man front that Coach Bielma wants to do, and they did that last or yesterday they in the game they you saw. They were in a 3-4 a lot of the times. They would jump into different looking fronts. They, they try to move guys around to quote-unquote out-formation the the offense. And that's what they did. Wyoming wanted to run the football, so they wanted to take away angles with their odd man front. When there's a 4-2-5 and you got four down linemen, linemen are going to block the guys in front of them. They're going to do something to get from them and try to get to the backers. When you've got a 3-4 and they have three linemen, well now you're trying to get the double team on the nose. You're trying to kick out the end and you're taking away angles and Defensive coordinators want that one-on-one battle with the linebacker linemen because they believe that their linebackers are way faster than the linemen. So to take away the certain angles that they're going to take. So they would jump from that 3-4 with this run style of Wyoming who again 21 personnel at times. like They were getting heavy sets and trying to run the football. And they would try to take that away from them, hopping back and forth. So they did a lot of good things on each side. It was very... Stagnant. Um, more defensively, they loved it because they weren't giving up points. Offensively, I'm sure that they were disappointed and not converting on certain downs. Draw some drop passes. Um, you know, Wyoming did play good defensive time. So again, there's going to be a little. There's going to be a little growing pains with a new offense, especially when you had an offense coordinator last year, and then immediately the next year you have a new offense that's going to fit to what. Coach Bielma wants more fits to the players. There's going to be some growing pains, but again, they're younger, and they're going to be able to mold into that. Um, so it was great to see Illinois get that first win of the season. Um, Tommy DeVito, the brand-new starting quarterback, he won the job over um, Art Statowski, who transferred from Rutgers last year, who got a lot of playing time, ended up getting hurt. Tommy DeVito transferred over from Syracuse. He had some he had poise in the pocket that we don't haven't seen in Illinois for a while. He can move and he throws a good ball, but they were really looking to run the football against Wyoming. Now, didn't mean they didn't try to throw it. They had some play actions. They had to they got in some second and or third and longs. He was 27 to 34, 194 yards. He had two touchdown passes and he averaged 5.2 yards per completion and then he said I think Tommy DeVito came out and said this was the only time in his career in college where he wasn't sacked, and they said every single game at Syracuse, he was sacked. Illinois did not give up a sack yesterday, which tells you how good Coach Miller did with the offensive line and pass protection and how good uh, Coach Lane Jr. put them in situations for that so kudos to you know coach Miller on that offensive line and then they really wanted to run the football Chase Brown picked up right where he left off 19 carries for 151 yards two rushing touchdowns and he had a receiving touchdown he averaged 7.9 yards uh, 7.9 yards per rush attempt his longest run was 38 yards Reggie Love the third, had three carries for 46 yards. They had some big runs as long as one was 33, so he broke away on a run, had a rushing touchdown. Josh McRae was escorted off. I have not seen an update on his knee. They'll get more of that probably um, later on. He was running pretty well, eight carries for 33 yards before he had to leave. Chase Hayden, they have these running backs. Chase Hayden jumped in. He had 28 yards rushing. Tommy DeVille only had four yards rushing, but you didn't see a lot of design runs. And I think they'll start doing that the more they get into Big Ten play to really open that up. Not saying they were holding everything back from Wyoming, but I believe they wanted to come in and say, this is our base stuff, this is what we want to do. Then they get to go into Big Ten play next week against Indiana, which we'll talk about later on in the week. And they want to get to that point and have him move. But when we say being mobile, it doesn't mean he's always going to have all of these run plays set up for him. doesn't mean he's always going to have these reads set up for him. It means that he's able to move. You know, Brandon Peters was your considerate, I guess, mobile quarterback. So was Art Stotowski. But DeVito being in the system at Syracuse, it can move, can move around in the pocket um, for Illinois. And so it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to run all the time, yet I do think that's where they're going to get to at times. Uh, but I think that with who he is right now, because of the game, he was just it was just nice to see him get rid of the football quickly, make the reads, he can move around the pocket, he can move, roll outs, get rid of the ball and all those things. So being a mobile quarterback allows this to happen in Illinois' offense. All you football coaches out there, it's not too late to still be looking up drills. I know we're in our football seasons, going into our football seasons, but it's never too late to get back to the basics. And Coach Stone has done just that by creating his Back to the Basics drill manuals. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics drill manuals, there's drills out there for everything. Special teams, offense, defense, strength and conditioning, everything. He has done all the work for us to be simple, to get these drills to help us. You could be using even youth, high school, and even college. We, we make things too complicated. We need drills that are simple and back to the basics. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. So go to get, again, go to coachstonefootball.com, click on back to the basics drill manuals, and uh, let's get back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches out there, do you ever stop and think about all the hits your big guys are taking in the trenches, your D-line, your offensive line? Because they hit each and every play. And that's why it's the best position in football. But they take a lot of hits and practices into the game. It's a lot of hits they're taking, a lot of blows. So there's a way to protect those shells or reduce the impact those guys are taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps at Guardian Sports. It helps reduce the impact by up to 30%, which is huge. So there's a way to protect the helmets, protect those guys. Uh, again, that's Guardian Sports. If you go to guardiansports.com/guardian-caps, and you use the code fifteen off, it's going to save you fifteen percent off your order. Um, there's different colors out there, and it doesn't matter 2, one, two, three, four, a hundred. Doesn't matter. It's worn by over five NFL teams. More NFL teams are adding more and more each day, and you're seeing it on TV and over 200 plus colleges. Again, you're seeing colleges left and right get them. There's a reason why they're getting them, and they that's why you see a lot of linemen and defensive linemen wear them. You've seen Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, and big-time NFL teams wear them. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. And I know it costs money, but I'm here to save you money. So guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps and use the code 15 off. It will save you 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Sports, for sponsoring this podcast. So I don't think you're going to see – you weren't going to see that, but I think you'll see him run more uh, when they get to Indiana. One thing, though, that you want to look at – is the wide receiver core. Now, we know they were younger, and we know that was part of the problem. You could say at times last year was who were they going to throw the ball to uh, when it's third and four, third and five. Now they're going to try to run the ball. Well, when it's deep, who is the guy that's going to go get it? And they want Isaiah Williams to be that person. And you know, I think all Illinois fans want him to be that person. But he's really going to be involved in short passing games. He's going to be involved with screens. He's going to be involved with jet motions and sweeps. And he still needs to be the guy. Uh, but that's going. that was a question for last year. And then to get, have a quarterback that can actually get them the football. But to also have a guy that's going to be the guy. And... We have guys on this team, but it's just a matter of are they the guy? Are they going to step and be the wide receiver? How do you get them the football? And I think with this run game, you're going to be able to do it. Now, they spread it around a little bit um, offensively. Pat Bryant receiving at 44 yards, Brian Hightower, 32 yards, Casey Washington, who can be the guy at times at 26 yards, Isaiah Williams, 26. Uh, Joe Morris, 18 yards. Chase Brown had 16 yards coming out of the backfield. So, I mean, they spread around a little bit. And I think the more the offense progresses and uh, the more running backs step up to help relieve the load off of Chase Brown and the offensive line pass protection can just get better. I know it's just game one, but the it's game one in week zero. The more that goes around and DeVito um, really understands and gets more of a grasp on the offense, you're going to see it spread around a little more. But that is still going to be something talked about is you know you look at all these other big time programs they have one or two guys out there they're going to be the guy and right now the person for us who is the guy is chase brown but he gets the ball from behind in the backfield we can throw it to him of course but he's the guy but we need somebody out there who's going to be the guy and isaiah williams can be the guy but why do you need two guys out there that's going to be that person well there's going to double team they're going to put a guy over there to take something away and he's the guy that's gonna get it off of a slant. He's gonna guy that can maybe burn a guy's couple of times. He's gonna get it off of a shallow route and make people miss. He made a lot of people miss. But you need someone to help take the load off of that as well. Can't all be on him. So you need the Brian Hightowers and the Casey Washingtons to step up and everything else. DeVito will get them the football. The offense is going to figure out how to get them the football. But those are some of the question marks as the season goes on that's going to be talked about for Illinois football. That they need to, you know, have guys step up and they will. But coming out of offensively from the first game, those were one of the questions I had was for the wide receivers and tight ends. You know, you know, where's Luke Ford? Where's all these other guys on these tight ends? They're going to use him to block, but they're going to need some of those guys to step up catch some passes, and they will. This is not a criticism. They did what they had to do to win, and that's what Illinois is going to do. They're not going to overdo things to win the game. They're not going to go way above and beyond and do what they can't do, what the guys can't do. Coach Bielma is not going to allow them to put them in uncomfortable situations and ask them to do things they can't do. I know up front in the run game, Coach Miller is going to do the same thing. I know all of them, you know, having a little bit of insight to the team, that's not what they're going to do. Um, and they're going to be okay being in close situations and then score a little bit later because the defense is stingy. Coach Walters comes up with a good defense we're gonna talk about here in a second. Offensively, they're they're gonna be okay at times doing the way the things were done. And they're gonna be okay with we don't need an eighty yard pass play every time. We're okay nickel and diamond. We're okay doing these things until they recruit the recruiting starts to come in and they get established of Coach Bielma's culture and what he wants to do. So, an offensive perspective, good things are going to come from it. Scoring 38 points is a good thing. You know, they scored about 30 last year, I think, in the Oprah against Nebraska. And they started to get hot late. So, the hope is that they continue that momentum going into to Indiana. And the defense, of course, we talked about how they kept switching from a 3-4 to a 4-2-5 type look. Taking away angles from them. To hell, Wyoming to six points. He's great only to three field goals Did not give up a touchdown. And then their quarterback, only throwing for 30 yards, had an interception. Uh, he, they held their quarterback 5 of 20 for passing. Now, Wyoming wants to run the football. That's what they want to be. They came on 20 personnel, 21 personnel, um, try to run the football. They still did pretty well. Um, Titus uh, Sween, I hope I said his name right, had 98 yards rushing. Um, Andrew Peasley, the quarterback, had 76 yards rushing, but then the next leading rusher after that was nine yards. So they really were stingy of being physical with the wide receivers. They were physical on moving the pocket on Wyoming. They were very physical on tackling. And they will see, they will continue to get better. They're picking up right where they were leaving off. And I always go back to, you could see how they were playing defense at the very beginning of the year, the couple games. I believe it was Virginia. And then after the Virginia game, you kind of saw the shift in the defense of how the tweaks they made, and it started to work, and they started to pick up on it. And I believe they made it simple, so then that way they continue to add on to it. So to be in that system for a year, to be in it all spring, all summer, after being in it last year, uh, Coach Walters, if we're not careful, is going to go get a big, big time. You know, Illinois is still a Division one, but he'll go get a big, big time job or a head coaching job, so we need to do everything we can to keep him because – Wyoming wants to run the football. Yeah, we're going to give up some rushing yards. But to be stingy, to move around, to do different things up front, to have fun, they were flying around. Um, the energy on the sideline was good. Uh, being physical high receivers, being physical up front with their D-line. It's just great to see a lot of that come together in Week 0 versus the Wyoming team before next week when they travel to go play Indiana in, in a Big Ten game. And so it was really Great to see all of that. Coach Bielman had good things to say. There's things they need to clean up and things that they need to fix and continue to get better at. But those are things that you can fix in practice. Those are things that when the pressure gets put on you, when you start playing big dead teams like in Indiana, how are you going to respond to that? And then it's going to be Indiana's first game and we'll do a whole Illinois versus Indiana thing and everything else later on. But great to see Illinois get that first win, big win over Wyoming to be confident to add to what they were trying to produce last year and and you know the offense kept changing its tempo it was going up tempo it was doing everything so it's going to be a different style of offense for Illinois to go against the Big 10 and try to do good things there and the offense is or the defense is still doing what it did last year where it left off and doing all the good things that coach Walters had him do and, you know, all the coaches getting the kids ready to buy in to do everything. So it was great to see that. Hopefully they can continue that. You know, again, next week Illinois is going to have to go play Indiana, which is not going to be an easy one. It's going to be Indiana's first game. So are they going to come out a little rusty? Are they going to come out and not be able to do some things where Illinois is, you know, the wheel, you know, we're starting to get the wheel churning. And that's why Coach BMO loves his week zero games. So it'll be very fun to see that next week. So great to see Illinois get that first win over them. Uh, they fixed a couple of those things. They're going to be a team – they're going to be a stingy team. They're going to be a tough, stingy team that I don't think people are prepared for and not really seeing. So, you know, congratulations to Illinois getting that first win. Um, we'll be back on later on in the week for an Illinois perspective of versus Indiana um, and how that will look, and we'll do all of that. Um, so thank you guys for watching and or listening. Like and subscribe to YouTube channel, Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, follow eight on iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, so thank you guys for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you next time.